What's up, everybody? The KTF Podcast. I'm Pastor Shannon Williams. Keeping the faith. And we are Keeping the Faith Podcast, where we talk about, you know, all the good things that you want to hear. We we defend the faith, and we stand for truth. Amen. And so we got our... We got our fellas here with us today, and uh, so why don't you guys uh, introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are. Me, Mizzle. Word up, America. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in hot over here, guys, just so I'm you know. tell me to speak up. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to speak up, make sure we're, we're loud and in charge. What's going yeah. on, everybody? I'm Pastor PBJ. What's happening? What's up? All right, all right. Listen, you do not want to miss this one. We're going to be jumping into a topic that is a very hot topic right now. It is hot. hot Red like hot. Fire. It is hot, man. This is uh this is a topic that everybody's talking about. And the ones who don't want to talk about it deep down inside, they really do. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to talk about it. All right. Get it off your chest. So uh, so here's where we are. We are going to be talking. This this podcast today is going to be, can a Christian have a demon? Can a Christian have a demon? But not just that. We're going to be talking about all kind of stuff that deals with this very subject. Can a Christian have a demon? Can a Christian have a demon? Yes. All right. So we're going to jump right in. Here we go. All right. Let's, uh, let's look at this first the thing. All right. Let's answer this question first of all. Can we do this? Is casting out demons biblical? Can we go to the word of God and can we find out where anyone cast a demon out? And the answer is yes. We can go all over the place. We can find it all over the place and we can find it in the word of God where where demons were cast out of people. Okay? And so people have taken this word possessed, and they're like, all right, you know, okay, possessed. That's for these maniacs. These are lunatic people. Crazy people. Uh, yeah, crazy people. Satanic. Mm. Yeah, you know, straight-up heathens and whatnot. And and so, um, you know, but I don't believe for one second that demons are trying to just torment the unsaved. Right. Okay. Well, I've always wondered this. Why would they? They'd already got them. Exactly. If if we're, if we're playing on two teams, good versus evil, if you're not a believer, you're out right here on the evil side, right? Right. Why am I coming after you if I already got you? That's exactly right. That's right. So I'd say um, deliverance is for the believer. Yes. Yes. Well, I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that deliverance is uh, is part of the ministry. It's part of the ministry. Amen. If you want to know what Jesus did, if you broke his ministry down into just simple, easy to comprehend areas, he, number one, preached the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. He preached repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay, so he preached the kingdom of God. Number two, he would heal the sick. That's right. Okay. And then number three, he would cast out devils that's right and so those if you want to put it in that's a nice little category and of of what jesus did now jesus should be who we model ministry after exactly yes if we're going to say hey this is the guy that we want to we want to copycat Mm -hmm. i think it should be jesus you know not not peter not paul not the apostles not john not any of these other guys we need to copy 
the one who came to show us how to do it. Right. Isn't Jesus right. the one that says, greater work shall you do? He did. He said that. Absolutely. Okay. So if he was doing it, then why can't we do it at a greater pace than he did it? Right. Greater as in, um, you know, we can cover more territory. We have, you know, live streams. We got technology. You know, he was in one area. Right. Physically. Okay. So, so Jesus is the model. Jesus done it. Jesus done this as a part of his ministry. And we know that. And we've seen that. So, so for the people out there that are saying, you know, this is a topic that is just too hard. Listen, I want to, I want to, I want you to understand. Listen, I'm not mad at you. If you don't agree with me. Right. That's right. Okay. Let's say somebody says, well, I don't believe they can have a demon. That's fine. I'm not upset about that. I'm not mad about that. I'm not going to discount you or disqualify you by any means at all. I'm not going to say anything negative about you, but I have seen too many people, too many folk, good God fearing folks that are tormented by things and they can't get free. That's right. They can't get rid of something. They can't, they got yeah. this lingering sickness. They got this lingering mental disorder. They have a lingering, uh, you know, addiction to something and they need help. And when they cut, when, let me tell you something, when, if you could just answer the phones here at finish line for a while, mm. you would know there are so many people who are hurting. That's right. And they That's need right. help. And Jesus had compassion. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. He had so much compassion upon people. And that's why he healed them. And that's why he cast demons out. And these were not always out in the world. Yeah. Jesus went into the, the, the synagogues and, and went into what would be called the church of the day yeah. and cast out demons. So so let's let's jump into the scripture a little bit. Okay. Ready? And so we want everybody to know, listen, today we're on the KTF podcast. You can find it at ktfpodcast.com. We're talking about can a Christian have a demon, uh, possession versus oppression, and also is casting out demons biblical. So this is going to be an exciting one. So share, 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 and get the word out here, guys, uh, because we want you to get your questions on the board. Because we're going to be answering a few questions, or we're going to res be responding to some comments that you have. Amen. All right. So Matthew ten eight. Here we go. The Bible says this. It says, "Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise, raise the, the dead, dead. Mm. cast out devils." Come on, little man. D. <laughs> devils. There's multiple ones. Mm -hmm. Freely you have received, freely give. So if you believe in healing, if you believe in uh, cleansing. If you believe in in, in, in in raising dead, then you have to believe that casting out devils because it's in that list. Right. Right. It's yeah. in the list. Right. That's right. And freely you've received, so we should freely give. What are we giving? So so if we take this out and say, okay, we're going to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. We're going to cast out demons. Um, freely we've received. What are we actually giving? What was given to us by Jesus Christ? By Jesus right. Christ. Right. That's right. Who afforded us authority and power? and deliverance from all the junk in our life. You know, we're all born in sin. Right. That's right. You know, and I listen, I'm going to say something here, and I I promise you, I promise you, this is not going to be a popular opinion. Mm -hmm. And y'all tell me what you think about this. Okay. You know, the Bible says that we're born in sin. Right. Yeah. If you're born in sin, I think you could probably be born gay. Um... If we are born in sin, I mean, if we're born a sinner, we could be born with you know with things and you know that's come through the family line. 
True. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I, 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 I'm kind of on the fence, fifty fifty, but I'm leaning more towards I agree. Okay. Uh, it's okay if you don't agree with me, but I'm just um, saying that's why the Bible says. Uh, Jesus said, you must be born again mm-hmm. if you're going to enter in the kingdom. You That's must right. be born again. So it doesn't matter if you were born do- and you tell lies. Exactly. You know, first words right. out of your mouth was, did you take the cookie? No. And there's cookie all exactly. over your face. That's and you're two years old. And you're like, I didn't take the cookie. Well, of course you took the cookie. We see the evidence. You just told a lie. Who taught that child to exactly. lie? Exactly. Right. Nobody taught the child how to lie. I mean, we the, are born with that nature. Yeah, and you, you have the, the age of accountability and, and all that if you want to tie that in there and everything. But um, I would I w- uh, agree more with, yes, you can be, because you got to think that kids nowadays, like right off the bat, some of them like already acting um, feminine or I'm et not, cetera. Well, I'm or not saying a like kid that. That, that, you know, a little boy plays with dogs. Right, yeah, no, I, I don't know, no, but – you know, there there's telltale signs, and you're like, okay, well, something heard- is clearly clearly off here, clearly distorted, and it's like, okay, this person, this child might be leaning more towards homosexuality or something like that. I've heard gay people say I was born this way. Right. Well, that's you fine. Know, that, that's oh, what, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know Lady what? Gaga and her song? Yeah. Either way. I, you know, it doesn't matter to me. Either way. Uh, I don't necessarily say I agree you, with that. You must be born again. That's Either right. way, no, I agree. Either yeah, way. you got to be born okay. again. Okay, we say we got eight million people. They're like, I was born this way. Okay, that's fine. The the, the Bible says you must be born again. Yep. You must be born not right. only of the water, which is the breaking of the water, the natural physical birth, but you got to be born of the spirit as well. Your right. spirit man right. has to be reborn on the inside, and that comes through Jesus Christ. Yes, and 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 waking up, not being dead anymore, becoming alive in Christ. You know. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. so um, <clears throat> that was just a sidebar. That's not really what we're talking about. But, yeah. you know, I don't care if you were born that way, not born that way, if you found it when you were 80, 80 years old or 20 years old or whatever. Sin is sin. And who defines sin? God defines mm-hmm. sin. God does that. And so here we go. So um, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Boom. It didn't say sometimes, maybe. It said cast out devils and give it away. Give this away. It didn't say Peter and Paul only? No, it did not. No, it did not. All right, here we go, another one. Here's Mark 139. It says, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. Mm. Mm. In the church. That's 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 Mark 139. In the synagogues. Yeah. And so so let me say this because this is an important part. If you are in the church, there are people that believe that you well, what, you got saved? You got saved, but uh, you you can't have demons that are tormenting you. I feel like that kind of ties back in with the whole once saved, always saved mentality. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. But they really do believe that, okay, so, okay, they say possessed. Okay, well, you can't be possessed because you you have the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But I think that Christians have got this wrong so many times and so much. Well, I can tell you firsthand that I was born again. A yep. believer in Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus Christ saved me. All right. And I was tormented because of some choices I made in my life. Okay. You know. So what you're saying is that you opened a door? Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Okay. That's right. You opened doors for demons. Exactly. Can right. a Christian open a door for a demon? Absolutely. Yes. 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 Can a Christian uh, say, oh, I believe in God, and then go to a psychic reader? Oh. Yeah, oh. they can do yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't. 
No. Right. I mean, that's that's consulting with a with a demon with an enemy, but that opens the door. Hey, I'm over here playing with Ouija boards. I think people don't understand. That's like, not good. Understand the doors, like what they're opening. Like they're they like, oh, you know, it's fine. Uh, they don't you know, understand. I just watch this demonic movie, this horror movie, no, or something like that, or I messed no. around with tarot cards or something like that. It's like, yeah, mm. yeah. like you don't realize. Well, yeah. you know what? You know, I think I think demons come, and the whole reason if you've got you guys ever watch y'all watch the movie Nefarious? Yes, yes. That yeah. you you've never seen it, John. Listen, I just want to say this: Nefarious. That movie's an excellent movie. You guys have got to go and watch it. But here's the thing about Nefarious: Nefarious is a story. It's a movie about a guy who's in prison. They're getting ready to execute him for a crime of murder. He's murdered several people, and they have to make sure he's sane. So they bring in a psychiatrist. They go through this whole. The movie is about these interactions, mm-hmm. but he's not talking with the guy the whole time. He's really talking to a demon named Nefariamus. And he explains what the plan of the demons are. You are God's creation. God created you in his image. We, as the demonic fallen angels, we have been assigned now. We hate you. We hate God. We can't hurt God, right? We can't hurt God, but we can hurt his creation. Right. Amen. And my like light bulbs went off for me. I was like, wow, this is so strong. This is so powerful. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this concept is amazing that that we can wrap this up. Listen, he hates God's creation, which is you, by the way. Yeah. And he wants to hurt. John ten ten says it like Amen. this the thief comes not but to steal. To kill, kill and, and destroy. destroy. That's it. That's the only reason why that he shows up is to bring pain and hurt and all that into your life. Yeah. So a Christian will have spiritual warfare. Yeah. This is not a cakewalk. I promise you. If they hated Christ, they'll hate you. Right. They hate the light. If the light shines through you, the darkness hates it and they want to destroy you. I, I want uh, I went to a conference and um, this guy got up and um he might he might be watching. I'm I'm uh, I'm friends with him online, and he's a, he's a good guy. His name's Joseph Z, and he got up. And one of the things that he said was, "This was a prophetic word he gave." He said, "The devil should have killed you while he had the chance." Mm. Wow, mm. wow. Because that, and I knew exactly what he's talking about. Because there was a season where I fought through major. You remember the chance, probably. Yes, major. Mm-hmm. I was in major depression. I suffered from major depression. I'm telling you, I. I could lay in the bed for two or three days. I was so depressed. Wow. I could not. And I had, I thought about, I and thought you were about. a preacher of the gospel. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I pastor a church. Right. Mm. I'm a man of faith. Wow. And I felt like my life was over. Yeah. And the spirit of suicide came over me at that wow. moment. Mm. The door got opened through the depression and through the pain. And let me tell you something. Some of you are suffering today. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with what happened to you. Mm. And you don't have to live in that darkness, and you don't have to live in that pain, and you don't have to suffer the way the enemy tells you you got to suffer. You know what hurts me? It hurts me to see people just continue to live in pain and torment and disease and think this is life, and this yeah. is well, this is yeah. the way it has to be. But no, no, Jesus came. This is the word. Jesus came that you might have life and have it what? More, more abundantly. abundantly. More abundantly. God came to set the captives free. Yes. He came Amen. to get those in Come prison on. out 
of the bondage. This yes. is what Jesus was sent for. The That's Bible right. says that he came and he was manifested that mm. he might destroy the works of the enemy. Praise Amen. God. Praise wow. the Lord. If the enemy's doing a work in your life and you need to stop saying, oh, this is my nature. This is my thoughts. This is my family culture. This is this is what it is. No, you need to stop and you need to say this is demonic. Mm-hmm. This is not of God and this is not for me. Praise God. Yeah. Rebuke and resist. You got a scripture on, on yeah, that. Why don't you share it. that one with us? Let's we'll see. I got James uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will what? Flee from you. Come on. Come on. Man, well, we there's, res- a, there's a sermon in that. It's like oh, a three-step yeah. sermon. Yeah. What's the first part of that? Submit to God. Submit to God. Everybody forgets that part. You know, everybody says just resist the devil. Oh yeah. When you resist, I'm resisting you, right? Well, if if, but first you got to put your, you got to get under the waterfall of God. That's right, right. You You got to submit submit to Him. him. That's it. So, so is that someone submit not submitted to God? Okay, okay. If they're not submitted to God, can they resist the devil and he leave? Mm. No. So, what's Mm -mm. the first step for for deliverance? Submit to God. Salvation. Salvation is the first step for deliverance. So don't tell me Christians cannot get free. But that's that's who he sent it for. The the people that are going to call on. Listen, if you don't believe in him, the Bible says you're damned already. Mm. But if you believe on him, you can have life, praise God. That's right. Repentance. You got to repent and then, Lord, forgive me for everything that I've done and then fix me. Fix me. Amen. Man, you know, I th- we forget that a lot of times. Lord, just just take whatever is holding me back, whatever's stopping me. Lord, get rid of it. Praise God. If you if you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's what's holding me back, ooh, yeah. He will. Yeah, you just gotta swallow your pride enough to say, okay, mm. I need to deal with this. Mm. Yeah, you know, pride comes before a fall. Hashtag pride month. Well, you know what we, you know, everything. You know, every temptation that the end, you know, the devil can only really tempt. Really? Mm, that's all he can yeah. do. He can come yeah. and whisper in your ear. In he reality, can, he, he has no and, power. He can't. That's right. Oh, that's right. So he, he, you know, he comes in and he's like, do this, do this, do this. Why? Because he wants an open door to your life. Mm. He wants to be able to come in and just get in that open door. And once he's in there, then he can wreak havoc in your life. Yep. And he always, listen to this temptation doesn't work, it never works. Unless it pulls on a desire that you already have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happens is demons study you. They study yeah. your life. They study your patterns. And they say, ooh, this works with him. I'm going to keep this in my yeah. pocket. And I'm going to hold on to this one. Mm-hmm. Because. Come on. Okay. So, so, it wasn't nefarious saying that movie. He said, we're patient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they play the long game. Yep. Yeah. They've been yeah. around for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But what, what does the enemy want you to do? He wants you to say yes in agreement. Yeah. yeah. When you flow in, when you when you re, when resisting temptation is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you can succumb to temptation. Yeah. And when you do that, you open the door for him to come in. See what what he says. He says, "Here, do this. Whatever it is, he dangle. Oh, you want this? You oh, want yeah. this? You want this? And okay. And then, and, 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 okay. So and grab it. And then and then it. and then the devil says, "See what you just did? Yeah. You're a terrible, nasty, yeah. filthy and then person. You feel guilty and, and God ain't gonna do anything. All of it. Yeah, yeah, you're not a child of God anymore. Yeah. So he dangles the carrot. Yep. Wait, wants you to take it." And then does the blame game, yeah. right? So what he's wanting you to do, this is and this is this is all demons. 
Yeah, Any me, demon. I, I swear they I want live. you to say yes. I they want to come in agreement. Uh, you know, I, I stayed tore up about uh, did God quit loving me? Did I, uh, you know, the devil just, like you said, he dangled that carrot and uh, I would take the bait and then I would just be so ashamed. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's how, how, he many, works. how many believers live in shame? Come on, man. Wow. You know, yeah. too many. Too many. Too many. Jesus did not die on the cross for you to live in shame. You know, the Bible talks about how we're free in Christ. Yeah. We are free in him. There is, let there be therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Christ Jesus. Jesus. Right? All right. So so we're talking about can a Christian have a demon? I got a couple more scriptures. Uh, We're proving the point that, you know, demons are biblical and casting out demons are biblical. So it says, and he healed many that were sick of different diseases. This is Mark one thirty four, and cast out many devils, diseases and devils, and suffered not to speak, not the devils to speak because they knew him. Yeah. Mm. So when Jesus showed up, the demons knew who he was and he'd say, shut up. You're not allowed to talk. <laughs> and I want to say this, listen, for people in deliverance and deliverance ministry, um, there's a lot of people out there that like to talk to demons. <laughs> they yeah. like to have yeah. conversations with I'm demons, okay. but demons are liars. Yeah. yeah. And demons are deceivers. I don't mm-hmm. recommend having conversations with demons. Yeah. I don't want to talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus, every Cast time out. Jesus would say, shut up and get out. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, so here's another he cast out many demons. Mark six twelve. it says, and they went out and preached that men should repent. And I want to say this deliverance without Jesus Christ. Like there's no point. We got too many deliverance ministers that don't talk about Jesus. Come they on. don't preach the kingdom of Come God, the gospel. Yeah. They don't talk about the Lord. You can't do anything about a demon until the gospel is presented. Amen. That's right. Every time we have a, a miracle healing or deliverance service here, you know what we do? We present the gospel, man. Amen. We let people know who is the one that's moving, yep. who has given us yep. authority. And it's in the name of Jesus. That's right. That's right. It's in the name of Jesus alone that we have oh, power man. and authority. What about the sons of Sceva where the, the demon says, Jesus I know and Paul, Paul I, know, I know, but who are you? Oh, those, those guys tried to do it because the, uh, they, they were acting Well, their through. dad was a priest, and they thought, oh, well, we, oh, can, yeah. we can roll, too. Yeah, we, we're not studying. No. We're, we're studying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, it's no that, joke yeah, when you're dealing with the demonic. They were doing it for the fame. I mean, we, we've had encounters oh, yeah. here. You know, how many today me. are in it for the fame? Look at me. I can. I can uh, oh, wait, well, I can't cast this demon out. Get that camera on me first. Yeah. You know. I mean, we've had encounters here uh, with, with some deliverance where pe- people have some strength to them. And if, if you're not spiritually yeah. prepared for that and you're not doing it in Jesus' name and you're doing it in your name, you're going to get whipped. Yeah, you can get hurt really bad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So uh, <clears throat> another one here. It says uh, they're saying preach that men should repent and they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. Praise God. Uh, it says Mark 4. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with different diseases and torments. Diseases and torments. Where, who was, where's the torments coming from? From the demons. From demons. Yeah. And those that were. Where are the here it is. coming from? The infirmities. demons. Like, well, the spirit of infirmity. infirmity. Yeah. And then it says, and those which were, here's the word, possessed with devils, and those who were lunatic, those are crazy people, people yeah. that, that doctors today 
They say we don't know what to do with them. They got mental. They're they're mental. They're they're you know they got multiple personalities or whatever. That's what that's the same thing. Lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them. Mm. So they were they were possessed with devils. But the word possessed is what throws people off. Hear me. This word does not be possessed like ownership. The word possession means ownership. I own this. Yeah. I possess this pen. That means I own this pen. This pen is mine. I can do with it what I will. Right. We're not talking about possession. We're talking about the word that's translated. It was a poor translation. It was. It's demazio, which is to be demonized, mm. to be attacked by a demon. Right. Now, I want to say this. Listen, I have been attacked by demons a lot, and I'm a Christian man. I'm a Christian pastor. I love God. I serve God. The works follow me. In my life, it's just natural. Any believer that believes in Jesus, the works are going to follow them. And I, I was attacked by demons, y'all. Come on. Yeah. I was demonized, and I didn't even know it. I wanted no. help, and I couldn't get free. Come on. Yeah. I could not get. It didn't matter how much I prayed. It didn't matter how much I sought the face of God. Mm. Do you know what changed in my life? What when somebody came up to me, prayed for me, and said, whatever's tormenting you, get out in the name of Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's when I felt different. That's when I that's when I changed. Let me tell you, I went to the Philippines and we're praying for people over there. It was it was wild, man. These people loved God. They were coming to a Christian service, right. an outreach, and they were showing up. And these people had witchcraft in their background. Mm. These people were. Let me tell you, they were tormented by de- you could see it. Wow. You saw these people, and let me tell you, without compassion, it's really hard to do deliverance. Yes, you gotta yeah. have compassion. You gotta have compassion if gotta you're going to love. pray for people in yes. that way. But let me tell you, casting out demons is 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 this. This is what you say. In the name of Jesus, any spirit that's not of God, get out yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. That covers it all. I command yes. you to come out. Yes. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I believe demons are real. Just like I believe Jesus is real. Mm. If I believe in this book, you believe in this book? Mm. Do y'all believe in this book? Yes. I believe in this book. I believe in the Bible. I believe it is the inerrant word of God. And I believe it is truth. I believe it is absolute truth. And if I believe in Jesus, then I have to believe what it said about him. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that he came and he was he was doing things in his ministry that caused the people to, like, literally, they were like, what is going on? We have never seen it like this before. We have never seen it in this fashion. We've never seen anything. They, his, his authority astonished them. Mm-hmm. They, weren't, they were used to miracles. So I got a question. What would you say to the person who, lack of better terms, um, has a Phariseeic spirit and is like, oh, well, we don't believe in that. We don't believe that Jesus has the ability to cast out demons and such. What would you say to that person today? What would I tell them? Yes. Because I, I know there's people out there today who are like, no, we can't have them. We, we, can't, we can't have demons. Well, I would say this. I would say, can a Christian be? Can a Christian get sick? Yes. Well, Jesus has authority over all sickness. It tells us, you know. Right. Isaiah 53, 5 says, and he was wounded for our transgression, uh, bruised for our iniquities, chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So why aren't you healed? Right. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh, well, if sickness can come in mm-hmm. to your to your body, right, then demons can come in and attach to your body. Mm. This is what, I would, this is what I would say. Yeah. There's handles. 
that they can hold on to. Oh, yeah. Demons are legalists, and they want to come in your life. And if they have a legal right to stay, they're going to until you yes. tell them. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, I want you to picture you have a house. You buy this house, right? It changes ownership, okay? The house changes ownership, and yet there's a part, there's a basement you've never been in. You've never walked in. It's, your house is so big you don't even consider it, and you live there for a year, right? You are the owner of this house, yeah. but there's been a squatter in that basement for a year, <laughs> and you finally go down there, and you see that squatter, and you say, hmm. Get out. It's okay for you to live here, pal. You know, Negative. or do you say, "Oh, now that I know you're here, it's time for you to leave." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I own this house now. That's the same thing, same principle. The house is now owned by Jesus. the The ownership goes to Him. You are property of God, but right. there's still a spot that you have not went and said it's time for you to get out. And so you got to, that, this is where we need to break curses. This is where That's we right. need to repent. Right. We need to repent of sin. We need to forgive others because they will live in, in sin where they're, where they're allowed yeah. to sin. This is why Jesus gave the commands. You know what? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbors yourself. It was fulfilling the Ten Commandments is really what That's it was. Right. right. Why? Because when you break a commandment, the broken commandment opens doors. Mm-hmm. Anytime you say, God, no, I don't, I'm, I'm refusing to do your commandments, and you break God's law, you it's open rebellion. a door. You open a door for all kind of bad things mm-hmm. because the enemy needs agreement. And so we see all over the Bible, you got a scripture. Yeah. So this is the Phoenician woman and the, with their daughter. So uh, Mark 7, 26 will start. So the woman was a Greek. Syro Phoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast out the demon of her daughter. And Jesus said to her, Let the children be be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Right. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, but even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Mm. Mm. And then he said to, said to her, For this saying, you go your way, and the demon is gone out of your daughter. Wow. 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 So who so is she, deliverance for? Okay, she was a, a, a Phoenician. Phoenician. So she came to Jesus and said, my daughter's grievously vexed. That's so right. let's stop here and let's look at this word. Yeah. Grievously vexed. The word is annoyed, right? Annoyed. What's the other? Frust- frustrated. Frustrated. Worried. Worried. Do, do, do Christians get annoyed? Yes. Yes. Frustrated? Yes. Worry? Yes. Yes. They're vexed. They are vexed. Yes. Let me tell you something. There's somebody watching this right now, and I just want to say this. You are vexed, or there's somebody listening on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want you to know if you are vexed, you say, what is that like? You worry. You don't walk in faith. You're annoyed. You're frustrated. You're angry. Mm-hmm. You're Come bitter. On. Everything is, is you are mad at the world. You're mad at God. You're mad at your mom. You're mad at mm-hmm. your dad. You're mad at everybody. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You need to get to the root of that, and you need to forgive. You need to get that thing out. You need to tell. You need to resist and rebuke the enemy. The word rebuke means to disagree with the enemy. Yes, come on. I mm-hmm. disagree with you. I don't want this in my life. You know what? If you got a disease, you got cancer, you got diabetes, you got thyroid problems, you got eye issues, you got heart problems, you got issues in your body, you got a disease, stage three, stage four, liver failure, kidney failure, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the, the Lord died. So we could be free Amen. of sin and sickness. Let me tell you something. He did not leave out the demons. He said, listen, in my name, 
They will have these signs following. They shall cast out demons. That's right. Come they on. shall cast out devils. They're going to cast. Let me tell you something. You know how the kingdom of God has come? When the demons flee. That's come right. On. Amen. That's how you know That's when right. the kingdom of the God is showing up. The kingdom of heaven is at hand yep. is when you see these things happen. That's Amen. Right. Amen. When you and, see the dead raised, when you see the lepers cleansed, you see the, the healed, the sick healed, and you see you the devils it? cast it out. How can you deny it? Like, like, you see all the miracles. We've witnessed miracles, and yeah. how can people still deny it? Uh, you know, it, I want to say this. It blows my mind. Uh, there's, there's, you know, how, can, how, can we, how can we get to where we are today, where we have people that deny the power of God? Mm. They, de- they deny the power of a living God that it's just, it's a defeated life. You know, you go to church every week. Nobody gets saved. Your the, the churches are dead. They're cold. You know what? And the, the first sign of, uh, somebody speaks in tongues. They're like, ah, first time somebody, you know, raises their hand in the service. They're like, Ooh, how radical is that? This is ludicrous. Let me tell you, the disciples and the apostles saw miracles and signs and wonders. Let me tell you something. We are not having church anymore. We're not having church anymore normally. You're your pastor in your church. Let me encourage you. Open your heart to the word of God and the power of God. Stop having boring church. What's your shadow done? What do you want people to get when they go come to your church? That's a good t-shirt right there. Mm. Stop having boring church. Yes. Stop having boring church. Man, have a life encounter with God. That's what you come to church for. To be get equipped. But the problem is. To take it to the world. Everybody wants to tell God. Mm, Everyone wants to tell God how the service is going to go. Man, I imagine like Jesus knocking on the door of a church and they won't let him in. Because of all the radical stuff he's going to do. <laughs> that's a that's a sad day we're yeah. living right now. Well, if Jesus showed up to a lot of churches today, oh, they wouldn't let, let, him, let in. him in. Let's, let's bring it back to the topic. That's the spirit of religion. Yeah, yeah. you know that we're seeing in. Oh, the, absolutely. And man, is, man and created it, denominations. We we see a, a a a fight going on amongst the brethren today oh, over denominations yeah. you believe this you believe that you don't believe that <laughs> yeah. we're, we're getting and, ready to have a we're getting ready to have a, a debate online <laughs> with some fellas at on, at, on oh, the labor man. the laborers podcast yeah. we're going to be talking about cessationist versus uh, continuationism and we're going to be talking about that i mean but literally that <laughs> but they're all, believers it's all so over the spectrum that's right yeah. it is but there are divisions in the body of christ and the body of christ needs to be focused on what glorifies god yes Amen. What Amen. does does okay. and what did he tell us to do? We just named it. You cast out devils. Yep. You heal the sick. You raise the dead. You cleanse the lepers. You go preach. That's our mission. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I see a question right here, and I've really got to answer this question. So I'm going to jump in here real quick. It says, "This is how can a demon?" This is I'm seeing this. Um, all right, how can a demon dwell with the Holy Spirit? We got every time Jesus healed, he drove out evil spirits. That's right, uh, Smokey. Um, uh, let's see, even pigs can be oppressed by evil spirits. Uh, well, we we actually that's a that's a story in the Bible. How can a demon dwell with the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, you are born again, and your spirit gets renewed with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit now speaks to your spirit, man. Yeah, it now has mm-hmm. a right to come and flow into your into your life, but you are three parts. That's right. Let me remind come on, you, come on, tell you this. are three tell parts. This. So let's not forget this. 
Where does the Holy Spirit dwell? The Holy Spirit does not dwell in your flesh. flesh that's right. Come on. He dwells. That's why right here, the Holy Spirit, this is your spirit, man, right here. This is why it's connected. This is why your gut feels the way it does. It's why you're like, ooh, I don't feel right about that. Mm-hmm. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Your flesh, your flesh can be attacked by demons, mm-hmm. just like the way your flesh can be attacked by sickness. It's not, it's not an indwelling of possession. It's an attachment to that, That's the biggest yeah. problem yeah. today. With this right? whole thing is yeah. the the play on words of possession yeah, yeah. versus vexed or yeah. oppressed yeah. or, right. you know. Can, a, can, a, ro- can once, a roach live in your house with you? Yeah. Can a yeah. rat get in your house with you? Yes. Yeah. Are they wanted? No. no. Are they intruders? Get out. Yes. Did they find a way in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you got to do? You get a, get a rat trap. Yep. Right? You mm-hmm. call an exterminator. You get yeah. one of them little. Decon. <laughs> you get one of them <laughs> spray bombs. Terminix. It was something. You got to get rid Sponsored of them, right? By, uh... so, so, so Christians have been caught up on the word possessed so yeah. long that it's just throwing them throw, throwing out. And we have. That's the same way with the word just, rapture. With rapture's not in the Bible. Rapture. No, well, but the word. Caught up is. But the word I mean, caught up is. And, and that's where they get the word raptura on, people. from. people. <laughs> Quit trying to... Uh, the word Trinity is not in the Bible, therefore it's not accurate. <gasps> no, but he said uh, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to negate the Word of God. Well, you know, listen. I just Can want to say this. the Word of God? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. If you don't, if you don't believe it, then keep your demons. <laughs> you know, I, I promise, like, it don't bother me a bit. I've had people say, you know, I don't really want you to pray for me about that you know what i say cool deal I, I you know i got i got other people that are beating the door so you, down i mean you're saying so some, people, ministry. some people have to be willing honestly well the first step to getting freedom is truly you have to be desperate yeah you got to want to be free that goes yeah. back to you got to submit to god i mean you okay. submit to god that's being willing so let's 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 transition that that question really brought us into that this is what it says uh <laughs> all right what possession versus oppression a lot of people want to say that if if you you Christian cannot have a demon because they they're they're possessed, I I can say this possessed I, means ownership, right? You're, to 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 fully own to fully own. I'm gonna tell you right now, some of y'all are fooled out here if you think the Holy Spirit possesses you, because mm. you still act a fool. <laughs> You still cuss people out. <laughs> and you go over here, the Holy Spirit dwells in me. The Holy Spirit dwells in me. Then how did your tongue get unruly and cuss somebody out going down the road? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not possessed by God. You don't weep over souls. You don't, you don't cry at the altar. You don't, you don't read your Bible every day and, 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 and learn and yearn like a deer pants after the water brook. You're not, you're not possessed by God mm. and his spirit. You playing with God. Ooh. So some of y'all are out here thinking, oh, I got the Holy Spirit in me. Then prove it. Come on. Lay hands on the sick. That's right. Come on. Go, go and do the work of God. But let me tell you something. Don't come after the people who are doing the work of God. That's right. You know what? If you don't believe it, if you disagree with me, fine. Disagree. That's okay. It's, my feelings aren't that's hurt. On you. Yeah, that's, on that's you. it. But you know what? Listen, it, it, you know what? Let it be. If it's not right, I'll answer to God for what that's I right. do in yeah. his name. Yeah. Here's another question. Here we go. This is pretty cool. What's the difference between the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost? Ne- n- nothing. Yeah. 
it's just two it's two names garbage. for the for the for the same uh same uh being which is the spirit of god yeah we from the south so, like saying holy ghost it's kingdom of god kingdom I, I, of heaven well yeah. it is referred to both yeah. ways and yeah. just so you know it the word is is pneuma it's the breath it's a it's a spirit it's a it's a wind that's yeah. really what yeah. it means by the spirit. jesus called himself son of man son of god yeah. well he was both that's yeah. right it's just a different way of saying the same yeah. thing holy ghost holy spirit either way uh the main part is that he's holy that's right yeah. We have somebody that's actually watching right now, Pastor, that is dealing with a spirit of confusion about being confused about the true existence of God. What would you say to somebody that acknowledges and understands that Satan and demons are real, but is still uncertain or maybe is more analytical and, and, and intellectual in terms of trying to understand how God works? So they, so let me, let me get this straight. They believe in demons? Correct. They believe in spiritual things, right. angels, right? But they don't believe in God. They don't. They don't understand God, and they don't believe if if God is truly existing. Mm, how if God is look? God, how can He allow? Correct. Yeah, if God is God, because God gave us free will. That, that's well, where we miss the mark a lot. Okay. All right. Will. So I mean, we only got a little bit of time left yeah. on this podcast. That's I mean, honestly, <laughs> this probably this is the question of all questions. That is. Yeah, that it is. is. You know. You look around the world, you see things. Why would God let that happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. All right. So the same story, different version. Okay. This guy over here has crooked teeth, cavities, missing teeth, and he's over here saying, he says, um, I buy that. I don't, I don't, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not you. I mean, zoom in, zoom in. This is <laughs> right here. These are, nice, these, are ni these are nice teeth, my brother. They polished. But anyway. Um, and so he's over here saying, well, um, you know, I'm living my life and this person over here, he's got, he's got good teeth and all this other stuff. And, and this guy's over here saying, look, look at that guy with his crooked teeth and his cavities. Um, I don't believe in dentists and I'm the dentist. And I say, well, well, that's crazy. You, I'm a dentist and I'm right here. Yeah. And, uh, if this guy doesn't come to me to let me help him fix them, then, then what, what, you know what I'm saying? So there are broken and hurting people out there. Just like this guy, his teeth are going to stay broken and crooked and cavity-filled. The if they yeah. don't come to the dentist to get get help, the same thing is going to happen to a person that doesn't truly submit to God, their creator, to get help. And so I say, yeah. open up your heart. If you have nothing to lose, right? pray the prayer, get in your word, get in the Bible, and seek God. The yeah. Bible says, seek and you shall find. And so I would recommend, listen, lose anything that anybody's ever taught you, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, I got church hurt, or this person said this, or this person, forget about all that. Go yeah. find for yourself. Seek yes. for yourself. Yes. Yeah. They that hunger and thirst, thirst after righteousness, righteousness shall be filled. Praise Amen. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Any other questions, or are we just moving on? All right. Here we go. Matthew, I got one, Matthew eight sixteen. It says, and when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. They were demonized, folks. What? And he cast them out. He cast them out. Get out in the name of Jesus. Yes. Let out. me tell you something. You know why when we cast out devils today, this is what we have to say. In the name of Jesus, come out. In the name of Jesus, yeah. come out. You want to know why? Because yeah. we're not Jesus. Right. All Jesus had to say was come out. Yeah. He didn't yeah. say come out in my name. Right. 
He said, come out. He said, get out. But he has given us authority, praise God. Mm -hmm. And so when you stand as a believer in God, I want you to know, you can cast out demons. You know, another thing. You can do that. uh, Most of these uh, deliverances that Jesus did, where was he at? He was in the temple. He did a lot of them in the temple. A lot of them in the temple. Everybody thinks he's out in the woods with a bunch of (laughs) homeless folks. No, he's in the temple doing this. There's a lot of good people. Let me say this. There's a lot of good people who are demonized. Yes. And the real church needs to rise up, and the real church needs to acknowledge the truth of the word of God. You're a Christian. You don't believe in this stuff? I doubt I doubt whether you're a true believer. Mm. I mean, you're, you're reading about Jesus casting out demons. Oh, man, he cast out demons. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what's happening? Oh, well, I'm just not going to believe that part. Yeah. I mean, I think what, I was in ministry for like what's – Six years? When did we have that? Six years ago, maybe. Something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I was going to church, man. I'm, I'm a youth pastor, and I'm, I'm I'm doing good. And then, you know, I just can't get to that next level. Yeah. I just can't get to that next level. I can't I can't progress. I can't I can't do more. And, and I'm like, God, what's going on? And then we have a deliverance service. We have a little class, and, you know, some stuff started to happen. Ooh. Some stuff started so, to happen. We, start, we got real deep rooted. And uh, the woman that was ministering, she was like, you need to forgive your family. And I was like, mm. Mm. you need to forgive your dad. Mm. Ooh. You need to forgive your mom. Mm. And man, I started, I, you know, I, and, uh, this is where the, the skeptics happen. Uh, well, you, I started spitting up. I started yeah. and then I started smelling like sulfur and you know when I was spitting up it was like a an orangish like black color and and I was like what is that you know you, you stuff comes out stuff gets mm-hmm. expelled That's it. out of you and you know th- there's a lot of skeptics and I started to to shake and and I remember always wanting to be able to to speak in tongues and stuff like that and this this may go into another another podcast but um I remember I always wanted to and then she's like, stop thinking about it. Just stop thinking about it. We've already broken the stuff off of you. Right, right. Yeah. Now just do it. And then I, did, I began. Yeah. And I started. And did, I was like. Let me ask you. How did amazing. you feel after that? Oh, man. I felt so good. Yeah. Did you I feel different? So, yeah. Did you I feel felt, lighter? I felt great. All the depression, the anxiety, the things I struggled with. And so the you're suicide saying and the thoughts. Unforgiveness. Were, yeah. Kept you bound. Mm. Yeah, unforgiveness. Uh, that's one of the Come biggest. On. Come on. Man, biggest that's powerful. Unforgiveness will keep you bound, yeah, that's people. That's exactly right. Yeah. Forgive, release. But you don't know what they've done to me, Pastor. Oh, oh well. Man. If, if what did they do to do? Jesus? That's about to be my response. <laughs> right. yeah, he nothing said, in comparison. Father, forgive them. Amen. That's they know right. not what they do. Come on. Come on. With every slamming of the hammer, you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So there's three things that I want to say this right here. I want to say, if you want to get free, you want to get free from from demons. The first step is you got to repent. You have to repent. If you don't repent of sin, mm-hmm. then then you can't be free from it. You will stay in it. You'll be bound by it, and that turns into a stronghold. So you got to repent. Then the next thing you do is you need to forgive. You got to forgive the people that hurt you, yes. because yes. Jesus said uh, in the prayer that he taught the disciples. Um, uh, you know, forgive those, for, forgive me of my sins as I forgive, forgive those yeah. that have sinned against me. Yes. Huh? That those that is one compartment. 
Mm-hmm. That is one thing. Forgiving others and I will be forgiven. Forgiving others and I will be forgiven. That's how you get released. Yeah. You have to forgive others. Otherwise, your sin can't be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is you got to renounce anything that's not of God. If you ever open a door, if you ever read tarot cards or went to somebody or had a, your, your palm read or you played with a Ouija board or you know your family's in an occult situation or they worship the devil, whatever, whatever it is. Well, I, I think know. that's where a lot of Christians get bound up right there mm-hmm. is – they don't know that you know. I used to read horoscopes and and oh, into yeah. astrology, do astrology, and, yeah. And, and now it's That's all glamorized, clear crystals, and you know, <clears throat> healing crystals is what they call healing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you don't know the portals that you've opened up. Yeah, you got to you, but you've opened a door for Satan, and you have to say. I want this portal closed. I didn't know. I disagree with I this. I didn't know. That I came to this church that. I've never heard the word soul ties wow. until five years ago. And I was like, what do you mean? You mean I'm connected to people that I slept with years ago? You can be soul tied with, yeah. with, with sexual partners. You can be soul tied with, with business partners. Uh, you can be soul tied to mm. friends and family through different means. Mm. You can actually covenant with, with people. You can you can actually make a covenant. Blood, you know, every blood brothers? Mm-hmm. That is a covenant. Anytime there's a shedding of blood, there is a covenant. There's a connection. There's a soul tie there. And so soul ties can can be very, very unhealthy because anything in that person's life can also move into your life. Yeah. I heard a person say this one time, and this is a true story that came to me. Pastor Shannon, I never fought depression before, and I don't know where it came from. And so after a series of questions and going through prayer and deliverance, and they said this, they said, um, I was like, what have you done differently afterwards? They were like, well, I got a tattoo. Mm. And I said, so you you weren't depressed before that? Well, no. I was like, did you know the person that did your tattoo? No, I just got some random dude to do me a tattoo. Um, That is a blood covenant. Yeah. Uh, that is a shedding of blood between you two. Mm-hmm. You paid them. They're marking your body, but that blood is coming out. That's a blood covenant. That is a now a connection that needs to be broken yeah. because if that person has depression, fear, anxiety, whatever they got going on in their life can now come over and start hurting you in your life. Mm-hmm. It's called a transfer. It will transfer yeah. over to you. And but you got to break soul ties. You got to break Amen. curses. You got to break witchcraft and you got to renounce it. You have to say, God, I repent of this, but I renounce it. I renounce. Being I hope connected you guys are devil. getting this. This is some good teaching yeah. right here. Good stuff. Let me tell you, I wish somebody would have taught me this I know. 20 years oh, ago God. in ministry because they gave us the Holy Ghost. I'm going to be honest. When I got saved at 16, they said, here, uh, the Holy Ghost, the preaching, the passion, the power, the dancing, the shouting, the glory, hallelujah, uh, we're going we're gonna to run the pews. But what they did not teach me was truly how to overcome the devil. That's right. Wow. Like I had no clue what in the world was going on with that. And this is something that is missing in the church. And I this just bugs me. It bugs me. Then people go to Mark sixteen fifteen that says, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Okay. Well, you it's leave good. out yeah. did you leave out the rest? Yeah. <laughs> What's the rest of it? The says? rest of it says, Hey, all those that in my name uh uh, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall, if they take up any uh, serpents that shall not harm them, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Um, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You forget the rest of it. So right. those you got, of you, you got the preaching part down. 
we, you know, oh, we we we'll, we'll preach about Jesus, but 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 a lot of people won't flow in the miracles because they don't believe it's for them. There's a lot of churches and pastors you know, that are cessationists. They believe it's dead. Well, fear. They're bound by fear. I think mm-hmm. fear and pride. Fear. Uh, well, what if it don't work? What if I lay hands on? <laughs> 99 people and it don't they don't get up. I pray for a lot of people and I don't know if they I don't know if some of them ever receive. But you know what? It's not our job That's right. to do the work. It's our job to follow the word. All right. You know what? If you're we, sick yeah. and, and you say, "Hey man, I'm sick." And I say, "All right, well, um good luck with that. I'm I'm not going to pray for you cuz God might not heal you." Do you know do you know the the chances of God healing you from that prayer? Zero cuz I didn't even <laughs> pray it. But if I say, "Okay, God, Lord, I command this sickness to come out in the name of Jesus. You know, I take authority over Pastor Ben's body in the name of Jesus. With your stripes, Lord, we are healed. And I speak the word over him. I speak life. And every disease has to bow its knee today in the name of Jesus. So come out. Get out. This is a man of faith. And we agree right now in the name of Jesus. Guess what? I have now given... I've now given the Lord an opportunity to touch his body with the prayer. Now let's say let's say nothing happened today. Guess what? We'll pray again tomorrow. By God, yeah. Amen. How many uh, with that? How many people will be like, "Hey, man, I'm 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 going through something right now, or I'm I'm sick." All right, I'll pray. All for right, you. Uh, you know, good luck with that, pal. I'll, I'll pray for you. And you, you you respond back. Yeah, I'm praying for you. How many people actually right there in that moment actually pray? You may not be right there with them, but how many people actually pray right then and there? I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm well, guilty I, of it. I'll, I, I'll, quick response. I'll, I'll pray, praying for you, bro. Uh, uh, hand praying emoji. Send it back. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, make it a point to actually pray right then and there. That's good. I like that. I mean, actually, yeah. actually that's great advice. Pastor, we got a couple questions here on the live stream. <laughs> One comes from uh, Sandra on the KTF podcast Facebook page. It's asking, how do you get rid of bad soul ties? You okay? This is uh, this is pretty easy. Um to to explain uh soul ties have to be broken in the name of jesus by the blood of jesus christ every soul tie can be broken in the name of jesus and this is how you have to it, you can pray this prayer or you can have a, a minister or a pastor somebody pray with you pray it with her right now absolutely this is this is how okay right now in the name of jesus over sandra I command and break every soul tie in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Jesus, yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Every mm-hmm. wicked connection, every ungodly connection, every one of them, I yes, break Lord. it in the name of Jesus. You, and that's how you do it. You have to do it in Jesus' name. Somebody yeah. have to say. Somebody has to say, I do this in Jesus' name. That's it, right. I stand mm-hmm. in for Jesus. Jesus isn't here, but I'm here. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? In his name, we're taking uh, our, our territory back. We're taking our people back. We're taking all this stuff back in the name of Jesus. And soul ties mm-hmm. can be broken by the blood of Christ. Amen. Curses can be broken by the blood Come of on. Christ. Just Come like on. that. I've right. seen it happen. I have watched as I prayed for somebody and I broke curses off them. I watched the demeanor of their entire face change. Yes. They, they started to contort and they said, what just happened? They come out from a curse. Mm-hmm. Jesus became a curse for us so we can have freedom in life. We don't have to live with that. Amen. Pastor, we got one more question that comes from Heather on uh, the... Is that Heather Kinlaw? Uh, no, Heather White. Yep, Heather White oh, Kinlaw. Yep. yep. 
asking about her. Uh, hairstylists. Uh, what about a hairstylist that is living in a sinful lifestyle or really getting anybody to perform services for you that you know is living in a sinful lifestyle? Uh, so as far as like transferring? Just in terms of it being convicted or, or you know, if, if the spirit is convicting if like, you. I guess hair you, would be the oh, same as a tattoo. But hair, hair is – well, there's no shedding of blood. I mean – Unless you're unless you're getting some kind of wild hair treatment, I you know I I don't know of many that in there's chemicals involved and there's stuff like that. And uh, but I I would say that listen, you're you, I don't think you're going to get a soul tie from a hairdresser. Yeah. Now now I tell you this, clean the blood over you when you go absolute, in. There. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. But I tell you this, yes. this is exactly what can happen. You can actually go into an establishment. You ever been in? You ever walk into a place and you're like. Mm -mm. I, don't yeah, need to, good. I don't need I to be in here. Bad this vibes. is this is not good, right? Yeah. Oh, I think the Holy Spirit's telling you, hey, it's time to leave. And you can go to a, a Walmart. You can go into a superstore. You can go to a, a, somebody's house. Yeah. And you can get that sense. So be careful of your environment. Just watch out for that. You know, I'm not going to be hanging out at the uh, uh, Brujaria, as Spanish, which is like the witch store. I'm not going to the witch store to hang out. Yeah. Right. 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 Because you're you're inviting you're opening you know for right. opportunities to happen. Uh, now I went I, I walked in front of one in in the Bronx. Um, I'm sorry, in Brooklyn. We were in Brooklyn, in New York, and and I I could see it. It was on the, they have an, an actual store, and you can mm -hmm. go in there. And guess what was in there? This is a this is a fun. When I have people that they really can't stand me when I say this, but <laughs> it's the truth. They they sold sage in there. Sage. Hmm. Yeah. People's like ah sage isn't bad or demonic why do they sell it in a witch store why do they sell it in there with all the other stuff so yeah. i walked up to the window and i just wanted to see what was in it what they sold and i saw sage and i saw tarot cards and i incense. saw all the incense and i saw the stuff in the back and mm -hmm. the the emblems they had candles in there and you're like what's the candles for you light a candle and you speak that the, the words that come with it and it's a spell yeah yeah. And so it, you're casting spells when you're doing it. Yeah. So you become a witch, and you don't even know it. And a lot of a lot of people get deceived by that because certain churches light candles and say prayers. So they go to that store and they they do the same thing. Sometimes they even have religious. Now we're not saying religious you can't have a candle in your house or anything. You know, smell good like Yankee Candle uh, or something like that. This is actually implementing. Yeah, the, a spell this totally, with totally two different things. Totally different. Well, you know, I've but heard, I, but I felt it, man. Let me tell you something. I've never felt a vibration. It was right here on my chest. Mm. It felt like, whoa, like the highest volume of vibration. I felt this energy, like just boom, just hit me. And I was like, wow. It, Holy Spirit saying, no, nah, you check. It you, knew me. That, get out of the way, bro. But, but let me say this. I, I do want to say this. There is power in witchcraft. Oh, mm. yeah. I ain't no doubt. Go, yeah. back, go back and read the story of Moses when he went to Egypt. And he threw his rod down, and it became a snake. Guess what the magicians did? They did the did? same thing. They did the same thing. Yep. Even though his snake later They ate, turned water to blood, too. They sure did. So they, they performed signs and miracles and all that. And this is what I, I you know, we talked about this in the last, last podcast. You're going to tell me that the enemy can do signs and wonders, but the people of God cannot? Yeah, come on. Mm, come on. I rebuke you for that. Yes. The devil's not going to have more signs and wonders and miracles than a church should ever 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 in my book Amen. so i hope that answers your question heather um uh just be you know anywhere you go you need to be careful of your surroundings i'm not saying you're going to get possessed by a demon you're you're going to get oppressed by a demon but you can't get attacked by a demon anywhere yeah which even in church yeah 
First Peter, First uh, Peter five, um, verse eight says, "Be sober and vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he, he may, may devour." devour. Mm-hmm. You got you got to pay attention. Well, gotta you got to pay attention. You got to ask, well, how how does he devour you? Mm. Comes in through your 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 situations, your your addictions. Uh, let's let's bring that through. read that verse one more time and and bring it back to the topic of our podcast. Right. Be sober, be vigilant, yep. because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking, seeking whom he may devour. devour. Okay. Be sober. Okay. Let me ask you: right, If this is not for the believers, they know heathen reading that. You know, <laughs> come on. They know heathen picking up Come the on. first Peter and reading first Peter five. No, yeah. no they're you know? saying turn turn down for what? <laughs> so that they're turning uh, up. He's, he's speaking to us up. believers. So get us. The who? The DMCA. Anyway, John knows about that. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, you're not going to have people. I mean, they're going to be the people. Who's he talking to? You know? Yeah. He's talking to people. He's sending a message of of hope. Oh, be sober. Yeah. Be vigilant. vigilant. Watch out. Because there's an enemy. Your enemy's mm-hmm. not the church down the road. Your enemy's not another Christian person, you know, that's trying to serve God over here. Your enemy's the devil. Your enemy is Satan. That's right. It's not your brother. To destroy you. It's not your sister in Christ. That's right. Right. Stop all this killing each other. All right. I see. Focus one, on the devil. I see one question here. It says, <laughs> "Is it a sin to not honor your father and mother if your mom and dad are abusive?" Or sexually exploit exploit you, not good moms and dads? Question mark. Mm, mm, mm. That's if, that. If at, first of all, um, that's a terrible situation. Yes, it is. Um, if your if your parents exploited you sexually, that's that's a wild concept, and 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 that that is a commandment in itself. You're not supposed to, uh, you know, open up your children to stuff. Tie a like millstone that. around their neck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is it a sin? Not the Bible does say honor your father and mother um, for, you know, if you follow this, you'll have long life. And later on, it's actually said this is the first this is the first commandment with promise. So but honoring your mother and father does not mean that you have to agree with them, no. support them no. or even be around them at, cer- at certain times. If that's the case, a lot of families are broken. But they are broken a lot of times for for a reason, and unless there's some healing and repentance, um, and reconciliation, then that's a really hard one right there. But well, I would say, you know, don't dishonor your parents. But you have to forgive them. Yes, forgiveness is important. Yes. It doesn't. Don't forgive, be bound. Don't let forgiveness don't doesn't mean I put a stamp of approval that's on what exactly you right. what you've done. That's exactly right. Yeah. Forgiveness means I no longer am going to be your judge. I'm no longer going to hold that against you. I'm going to hand you over to the Lord. That's it. That's really what that means. So, no, I, I don't. I don't. Well, you know, it. You should honor your mother and father in that respectful way, but it does not mean that you have to sign you off on what. You don't have to agree if, with if you read that what happened uh, or. If you read in Ephesians six, says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment of promise. That's right. That they, that it may be well with thee, and thou may. Mayest liveth long on earth, but verse four, and ye fathers provoke not your, your children, children to wrath. To wrath, yeah, that's right. I, I think you know the parents don't put your kids in a situation. Don't oh yeah, put them in a situation. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough situation. And but but I would say this is what I recommend anybody: just go by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let the Holy Spirit lead yes. you and guide you, because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. You know, the Bible also says when you leave and you cleave, you you don't have to hang out with your family just because you're the, your blood mom and daddy. If that's the, true. You know, that's true. No, you don't. You don't have to be best friends with them. You know. If, if you this can have a life anything. without them. If this says anything, you know, growing up, I didn't have the greatest relationship with my mom and dad. And um, there's a lot of things that were said and done. And, you know, uh, forgiveness went a long way. Forgiveness went a Amen. long way. And yeah. uh, we, we have a, an okay relationship now. Yeah. Work on forgiveness. Yeah. And I know that's a big word uh, in, for big situations. Uh, that's I would a, recommend. That's a terrible situation she, yes, it is. she was in, and yeah. I, and we pray for you. We pray with you. You know, I mean, but you don't don't, don't let unforgiveness. Of, if they're continuing to live that life and that lifestyle, that's a, then you can't be around it. All right. Yeah. You know, but it's you can forgive them and release them. That's forgive right. them and release them to God. They're not yours anyway, right? Yeah. All right. They belong to God. All right. All right. So one of the things that. Um, we want to. We, I want to share is uh, the word ekbalo. Ekbalo is a Greek word, and it means to eject. And this comes from Matthew eight. It says, "And when the evening was come, they brought many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits." The word "cast out" here means ekbalo. That, that's the translation. This is what it means to eject, literally or figuratively. So you're hitting the eject button mm-hmm. and getting the demonic strongholds and all the stuff out of your life. You know what? There were believers in Egypt. They believed in God, but they were still slaves. Mm. They believed in God, but they were still entrapped wow. by a demon named Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And so they had to have a what? 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 What is he called? A deliverer. Mm. <laughs> yes. Moses is called a deliverer. deliverer. So the deliverer had to come, and this is what he. This is what he proclaimed: "Let my people go." Amen. Wow. Amen. It's tough. Let let Amen. my people go. And that's what I declare now in the name of Jesus Amen. over every person watching this podcast, yes. every person yes. listening right now. You, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. Satan, Jesus. let go of, of God's Lord. people. Amen. You're going to let go of them, right? Loose yes. them and let them go yes. in the name of Hallelujah. Jesus. I bind yes. the devil. I rebuke the devil. I resist the devil. And I command him Jesus. to let go right now of every person that's under the sound of my voice. Any person that's listening to this podcast, maybe they're confused. Maybe they have questions. Maybe they've got grief in their life. God, maybe they got pain and it is sticking with them so much that it Come has on. become bitterness. I command the Jesus. spirit of bitterness. I command the Jesus. spirit of grief Jesus. to come out in Touch the name of Jesus. We take authority now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, yes. we come and we submit to you and we resist the devil. And the Bible says that the devil yes. has to flee right Amen. now. Any person bound, you came for them. Set Any them person free. in prison, you came to set them free. Yes. Any person, God, that has iniquity, brokenness, Fear, anxiety, any spirit of fear, we command you to come out. Spirit of lust, we command you to come Come out. out. In the name of Jesus Christ, you have to let the people of God go in Jesus' name. And we come in agreement now, Lord. Lord. Boy, I feel the anointing. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. You know what? Get Listen, if your church does not believe in, in what we're talking about, if they don't flow in this, 
Find a place that does. Get a hold of God, the God, the full gospel. Amen. It's a shame that there's that a long time ago they had churches that had to actually put that on their. They actually had to put it on their thing. We are a full gospel church, and yeah. I want I wanted to say, well, what are they like half gospel churches? Mm-hmm. You know that blows my mind. Pick and choose gospels. The 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 I, the scratch my itching ears mm. gospel church. You know that's crazy. You know so. Um, but listen, we want to talk about stuff that that. That is concerning you. We want to talk about things and bring a biblical answer for a lot of questions and things that happen. But I'm I'm just going to tell you, listen, somebody can be demonized. I've seen it. You can't talk me out of it. I've been too far and too too deep in this to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can't go back. You can't unsee what you said. That's exactly right. You can't change my mind if I've seen it. Well, I I, I experienced deliverance myself. That's what I'm saying. I have too. Was and I song? and I know I know the reality of it, and you know what he's like. People say I don't believe in throwing up, and I don't believe in coughing up, and I don't yeah. believe in. But let me tell you, I got deliverance, and and I felt like I felt I this, can't deny it. this warmth, yeah. tingling. People experience different well, stuff yeah, during and deliverance, they, and they're going to manifest in different ways. And don't don't be scared if that happens. I mean, you you talking about Moses is the deliverer. That's right. Well, there was a manifestation. The Red Sea parted. Yes. And they went through. Amen. You know, there, there's some manifestation. There's things going to happen. Things are going to come out. Um, so don't don't let that scare you or, or turn you away or make you nervous. That's right. You know. And I want to say I want to say this to anybody watching tonight. Listen, if I've ever if you've ever been to my church and and you've ever sat under my preaching and there was ever a time there was a season of my life where I was somewhat afraid of the people. I was afraid of their opinions. I was afraid of what they were going to say. And and when you're trying to grow a ministry and your goal is to reach more people, you think, well, I need to do what I can to get more people to show up, get more people to come, to hear the truth, to hear the gospel. But I can tell you, I'm uh, those days are long gone. I no, I no longer care um, what people opinions. think yeah. about what we are doing. I care more about what the Holy Spirit thinks and what his opinion is of our ministry and this podcast get behind me satan i would much rather have god be a fan than you be a fan give him the truth and so i am here to preach truth to you because i want to see you free i want to see you delivered there is a gospel that has power in it there is a word that has anointing in it and let me tell you, we need anointing, and we need the truth of the Word of God, and the Word of God needs to be exalted again as the inerrant Word of God. Amen. And we need pastors again that are not afraid of their churches Preach or the, the congregation. Word. Just like he said, don't fear their faces. Get up and speak the truth and speak the Word, and that is what this podcast, our ministry, this is what our church, this is what our team, this is what yeah. we're all about. We're here to see the captive set free. Amen. And I want to say, listen, if I've ever not preached out of fear or worry, uh, then I repent before God. And I say that God forgive me if I Amen. never preached the full, powerful gospel. If I've ever held back at any moment of time, I just got, I just got lasered, uh, doing a funeral. I had people oh, coming gosh. at me like crazy because I preached the gospel message. Yeah. I had people message me going, what are you doing, recruiting sinners for your church? And I said, yeah. Absolutely. 
They got mad because we were we were. Listen, I I made a call for for salvation. Three people got saved that day. Amen. And, and over the next week and a half, we had seven people that knew this young man that who would live for God. He had passed away. He, in his death, seven people got saved. Praise and God. And that was the reason why I did it. Yeah. And you know what? These people were so mad at me. They were lighting me up like a Christmas mm. tree. Yeah. And but and and, and it hurts because you're like, man, I'm just trying to win souls. Praise we're God. in the business of winning souls, and that's what that's what the ministry is all about, right? And that's just like Amen. right now we've got Caden Moore on Facebook watching the live stream, Let's saying, go. "Hey y'all, it's uh, Caden from work. Glad to see y'all doing What's going this. On, <laughs> turn around my life and giving it to God. And I Amen. Ah. Ben and, jo- and Brian. So hallelujah, man. To, to saving souls. Look at that. Man. Yes. Look you know, at that. We, we hey bro, I just want to just want to let you know, bro. I ain't stop praying for you. Amen. Started right. praying for you the day you started. Amen. Praise God. Praise hey, God. hey, my friend Greg Locke's on here. Pastor Greg Locke. Praise God. Amen. He said, "Come on, come, come on, on. Preach. that's <laughs> right, that's Give right." The whole truth. Amen. We appreciate Amen. him up there at Global Vision yes, in uh, in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Yes. Great, great place up there. Praise God. What's happening in their ministry? He got a hold of deliverance. It, it changed his <laughs> changed his whole ministry. Sure his did. whole ministry just Blew just up. being blessed. Amen. Uh, Rob, Robert Lakes, what's up, man? Listen, I'm telling you right now, if you don't come to this church, I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come find you. He's on here right now. He says the difference between a demon and a spirit of infirmity. You consider them same question mark. So this is what I believe. I believe a, a spirit is a demon. Right. I, sp- I, I believe a demon is a devil. Uh, I believe a demon is an unclean spirit. I believe they have different names for them and call them different names, but I believe it's the same thing. So I believe a spirit of infirmity is a sickness caused by a demon. Right. So many times deliverance and healing are two sides of the same coin. That's right. And when you cast a demon out, a lot of times people get healed. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I I started flowing and healing more, Mm -hmm. and the Lord started doing that in our ministry when I started casting out demons more. Amen. And we've seen it. We've seen people yes. get healed. We've seen people. And so this is what I pray, Rob. This is what I pray. I say anything that causes torment, sickness, or disease in this person's life, I command it to come out in the name of Jesus. Praise God. And I just cover it all because I believe yes. there are sicknesses, obviously, uh, the, the sicknesses in the Bible, uh, the crippled. Uh, yeah. Different people in the Bible, the the demon left, the deaf and dumb spirit left. The person can mm-hmm. talk now. I believe there are things that are caused by demons, right? Mm-hmm. That are infirm, considered I infirmities or sicknesses. Absolutely. Yeah. Praise God. All right. Well, um, we got time for one more question or one more comment, John. What do we got? And we're going to wrap up our podcast for the day. Thank you guys for jumping yeah. on here. Yeah, this is amazing. Y'all. I think we'll end it on uh, April's comment here. She says that prayer works, that she had a government car- career for 15 years and was required to get the poke. My okay. family and I made a decision that it wasn't God's will and we held out and I still have my job today and it was not easy. Well, Amen. God bless you, April, yes. for Amen. standing up and having a conviction about having um, your own autonomy uh, in the face of medical tyranny. Because mm. many people f- mm. suffered from this, yes. and uh, you know the the w- the Rona—that's what I'll I'll call it. That uh, the Rona came on the scene and changed everything. That's when nobody had privacy anymore. And I, I was sitting there going, "What happened to HIPAA?" That's right. Mm. You know, it, we went from uh, don't you can't share any information. You're not allowed to, and everybody's walking around going, "Well, so what's your jab status?" And I'm like, "Well, that's kind of my medical business, isn't it?" Mm. Right. And so. Um, 
So listen, thank you for fighting. Thank you for standing up. This is powerful. Um, so I think we've had a great podcast, you guys. Yes. I don't know what you Praise think. Yeah, yes. um, we got a great crowd. Good. So before we before we sign off, I have to unashamedly plug my my book. So I have to talk about this book. This book is just being released right now. Right now. This 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 actually uh, is one of the books that came out of the shipment that we just got. So we're launching this book Sunday here at Finish Line, and we're, I'm going to be signing books, and we're going to be getting, getting them into the people's hands. Uh, we're doing a special deal. If you show up here at Finish Line this Sunday, July 2nd, which is also my birthday, praise God, uh, we're going to be signing autographs on the uh, – we're signing the books, getting them into your hands, and we got a special price. They're twenty bucks, but if you come, uh, you can get two for thirty. And uh, also, if you come and you cannot afford a book, um, then I'm just going to put it in your hands free of charge. So Amen. that's that's what I'm putting out Amen. there. But um, I can't do that with all the books. So, uh, but I do want to be a blessing, and it's, it has nothing nothing to do with money, and has everything to do with a five year, uh, uh, basically laboring to bring about this book. Listen, if you ever wanted to read the Book of Revelation and it just seemed too hard, it was too mysterious, it was too difficult, and you just put it down, this is this this is the book for you because you read this book along with the Bible. Listen, I'm not telling you not to read the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God. This just helps you unlock the mysteries so you can read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are too many people that want to learn the Bible, but they feel stuck. Yeah. And they feel like they can't do it. Well, this book is here to do that. And you can get that book today. You can order yours today right now at Amazon.com. Amen. Type in Revelation Unlocked, and that thing will pop up on there. And you can have this is on Prime, so you can have it shipped to you in two days with Prime. So it's Revelation Unlocked. And can I read the back of it? That's real I nice. just want to read the back That's of it. a real it. nice picture of you on the back, You're, too. Oh, what? It means nice. business. That one, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a serious, I'm a serious rascal right here. I got my arms crossed and everything. But uh, it says, uh, Revelation unlock a key to understanding the last days. In the days we live in, we need to understand not only what is happening now, but also what events are to come in the future. Revelation unlock will take you through the biblical book of Revelation one chapter at a time, unlocking some of the mysteries inside of this apocalyptic vision. This book will be a guide as you read the book of Revelation for yourself. The biggest judgments, wars, plagues, and chaos are not in our history, but are yet to come. The Lord's people will perish for a lack of knowledge, but you can have a better understanding today. If you've ever wanted to know about the one world government, a one world evil leader who rises to power, and how Satan will deceive the masses through the mark of the beast, then this is the book for you. Whether you are new to this subject or a lifelong biblical learner, you will enjoy the simple, easy-to-read style of Revelation Unlocked. I'm telling you. Praise God. Amen. There's some stuff in this book, I promise you, it will set you on fire. Yes, it will change your life. Once you know, once you know the vision that God gave John, God gave John the the biggest revelation ever to humanity and it is he's trying to explain something thousands of years in the future and he's trying to explain it and it's really hard sometimes it's, it, it'd be like it'd be like somebody in the uh you know eighth century explaining an automobile to somebody Not they're like i don't i have no reference 
And so that's what it's like. And this book is going to help unlock some of these things. And uh, we're going to do a podcast soon. And uh, we're going to get into this thing, and we're gonna we're gonna explore some of the stuff that we unlock in this book. So, amen. All right, I love you guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Share this podcast as always. Go in and subscribe, like, follow. Yes. And if you have any questions, you can go to ktfpodcast.com. Go straight to our page, and we're on all the platforms: Spotify, YouTube. Uh, Obviously, we're on Facebook. Um, Apple. Uh, Apple, Google, Pandora, Pandora, all all all, all kind of places where they're all where they're doing them. podcasts. All of them, all of them good places. <laughs> yeah, and so I appreciate you. I appreciate our people here being with Praise us tonight. God. Hallelujah! Uh, they put a lot of work in this. Just so you know, they they give up a lot to be here and to be a part of this. Um, but we appreciate you, and we uh, we hope to see you guys Sunday for the launch. Listen, if you can't be here for the launch. Go and order your book and get it today. And please go on and review that thing for me. Yes. And uh, so let me know what you think. Love you guys. Appreciate it. I'm Pastor Shannon. This is the KTF Podcast. We're keeping the faith in the name of Jesus. We love you guys. Keep the faith all the way to the finish line.